2: Welcome to the Kingdom Hour, where we are sharing real-life stories that are geared to impact and empower you in mind, spirit, body, and soul. Join us each week as our guests share wonderful stories about how they overcame. Well, good afternoon, everyone. This is Dr. Donna Gani and uh, I am here with a guest by the name of Susan Neal, and you are listening to the Kingdom Hour. We're going to be sharing some great insights about how Christians can stay healthy, and not only Christians, anyone that's out there listening, uh, join us and uh, get ready to get some good information that's going to impact your lives. Uh, We again have Susan Neal with us today, and she's going to share in the area of Christian health, and she's going to tell you a lot about how you can live a healthy life without sugar and carbs, and we all need to know about that here in America. So I hope you will listen in and uh, stay informed uh, with our guest, as she will be sharing her information about how you can reach out to her as well. Welcome to the Kingdom Hour, Susan.
0: Thank you so much, Donna. I'm thrilled to be here.
2: Well, I'm glad to have you, Susan. Um, well, I've been reading quite a bit about you on your website, and also um, looking through a lot of the information you have to share. Um, How did you get involved in writing your books about getting off of sugar and carbohydrates? What, what inspired you the most?
0: Well, for the seven steps to get off sugar and carbs, it was my sister. Um, One summer my sister found out that she was gluten sensitive. And so she had to get off of all these wheat products and gluten and she was trying to figure out how. And so I made these seven simple steps for her to follow. And she did great, marvelous, um, got some gluten-free cookbooks, did wonderful. And then the following summer, a one year later, she got <clears throat> rosacea on her face. And it was this, you know, red pustules that would come to a head. And it was just unsightly. And she was like, I've got to get rid of this. And. Went to the doctor, got it diagnosed. He put her on an antibiotic to take all the time and two different creams, and she had to take it for the rest of her life. And she's like, you know, I don't want to do that. Um, So she investigated, did some research, and found out that rosacea was linked to um, a high sugar consumption. Well, she had always been the the sugar fanatic to the family and, you know, always had some little sweet dessert and candies around. So she comes to me again and she's like, Susan, I need to get off. I need to get off sugar this time. Can you help me? And I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. Let's do the seven scups again. She did marvelous, marvelous. Two weeks later, she had, like, dropped five pounds, her joints quit mm. aching, she had energy, and so she did marvelous with getting off the sugar. And I was like, you know, we've done this two times, and it's worked wonderful. I think I was going to write this up in a book and see if it helps anybody else. So I wrote seven steps to get off sugar and carbohydrates.
2: Well, you know what? Let's talk about some of your own health issues. Have you ever had any issues that you struggle with also that inspired you in writing your book as well?
0: I lost my health. Oh, my gosh. I was For 49 years, I had great health. And then uh, I had an abscess tooth that caused 10 medical diagnoses, two surgeries. I was sick as a dog. So um, uh, it was November, and my um, doctor, my dentist went in, and he, I had a cavity, and I had to get a crown, and, he, and, he, and it just wasn't good. And then the next month, I started having um, a depression, and I mm. craved chocolate. So I, I was eating Giardelli chocolate every night. And then the next month, I started having two periods a month, And then the following month, it was an ovarian cyst. Like four or five Mm -hmm. months later, it was adrenal fatigue and um, hormonal imbalance. And, you know, I'm going to the doctor all along, and they had to do surgery to remove two uterine polyps. They had to put me on progesterone cream to get my hormones all balanced. Mm -hmm. They gave me... um, Adrenal vitamins, three of them, that I took five times a day, 15 adrenal fatigue vitamins a day to rebuild my adrenal glands. Mm. And then I started having visual migraines. And then, um, gosh, it was the summer. I started seeing when I turned my head to the left, like, you know, you're looking, you know, with, and you're in your car, and you're making sure you're not going to got to turn. And I had this flash of light. Well, I had a hole um, in my retina and mm-hmm. when my doctor referred me to the ophthalmologist, I had to, um I had, I had a hole in my retina and he had to do emergency laser surgery. I, he wouldn't let me leave the building because um a hole in your retina is what causes a detached retina and that's like the number one cause Hello. of blindness. And then finally in August, let's see, eight, nine, nine months after I had had that tooth crowned, um, I went back to the dentist for a dental cleaning, and they found I had an abscess tooth. I was like, you know, I am a bump above this tooth. And the dental hygienist is like, um, wow, that's never a good sign. And I had actually had the abscess draining into my gastrointestinal tract so they gave Ugh. me antibiotics. Yeah, it was terrible. They gave me antibiotics, uh-huh. two weeks of antibiotics. Two weeks of steroids. I had a emergency root canal. And when I got all done with that, I mean, I was just flat out on the bed. I I had no energy. Three kids at home. I had a family to take care of and just I I was I lost my health. I um would wake up in the morning and I couldn't accomplish anything. All I want I didn't even want to get out of bed. It was just terrible. I went back to the doctor. They found out I was anemic now. I had low vitamin D and you know, he gave me iron and vitamin D, but there really wasn't much the doctor could do. And I'm like, "Okay, I've, I've got to figure out." You know, I'm a nurse. I have a Bachelor of Science in Nursing. I have a Master's in Health Science. I've got to figure this out, and so um, you know, God gave us glorious bodies to heal themselves, and um, we just got to mm-hmm. figure out mm-hmm. what's the wrong, what's the root cause. And I, I tried acupuncture, I tried um, massage therapy, I tried chiropractor, and then my um, bowels were different than they were. Um, Mm -hmm. before I had the root canal and all those medicines and everything. So I um, went to a colonic therapist who did a colonic irrigation, which is like a royal enema. Clean it all out. And she is like, oh, my gosh, you have have a candida overgrowth in your colon. And I'm like, candida? I mean, candida infection, what is that? You know, I'm a nurse, didn't know what it was. Well, I went to my mm-hmm. internal medicine doctor, and he's like, I'm not sure how to treat a candida infection. I mean, women, we have um, yeast infections, you know, vaginal yeast infections. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. we have antibiotics. Well, mm-hmm. God, God made our bodies with the perfect balance of yeast and good microorganisms, um, the probiotics in our gut. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. when we take antibiotics and steroids, um, it messes up the balance. And I was never trained to, like, after you take an antibiotic, what you should do is you should take a whole bottle, you know, one a day, around a whole bottle of a probiotic, for the next month and make sure that probiotic has 10 different strains of beneficial microorganisms. Oh, and wow. never to do that. That's so, what so each that, of us should do. Go
2: ahead. Mm-hmm. So is that, so, um, those details included in your book also about, you know, the absolutely. different types of probiotics? Pro- pro- okay, because that's, that's a, you know, there's a candida infection that is going around quite a bit now. Um, if you, you know, if anyone does any research on the Internet, you can see that it's becoming an, an issue um, in America. What, um, so did you, what exactly causes this candida infection? And how can a person know if they have
0: one? Yeah. What causes it when we take antibiotics, it kills the good Mm -hmm. microorganisms. And then we don't, we don't, because we were never trained, I never knew better. We don't Mm -hmm. take um, a round of probiotics to re, um, you know, establish the good microorganisms in our gastrointestinal tract. So the good guys are wiped mm -hmm. out and the bad guys take over the neighborhood. Okay, so, how so does, and, uh, is that the then, only
2: way that candida can um, enter the system? Is that the only way that it can come
0: in, Well,
2: the candida well, you infection?
0: Know, mm-hmm. Well, we we have the candida infection in the gastrointestinal ta- tract and the vaginal tract. We have athlete's foot, you know, down with your feet. Mm-hmm. We have, you mm-hmm. know, you've seen um, – uh, elderly people with the toenail fungus and their toenail turns, yes. that brittle, thick, that, that mm-hmm. is a candida infection. Those are all signs of candida infections. Um, okay. And there's a bunch of signs of, of, of it. It's just it's just area that was just left out of medicine. I wasn't trained on it. The internal medicine doctor wasn't trained on it. But since we've used mm-hmm. so many antibiotics in the past, you know, 100 years, it, it, it's like yeah. really overgrowing in many of us. And guess what Candida likes to eat? Sugar, refined carbohydrates, and alcohol. So mm. if you crave, if you crave sugar, Refined, uh, refined carbohydrates, and alcohol, you could have a candida infection. And let me go over some of the signs and symptoms from my book. I have a, a checklist in my book um, that you okay. go through to see if, uh, if you know, you um, might have the candida infection and it's craving sweets, refined carbohydrates, and alcohol, urinary tract infections, vaginal yeast infections. Chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, hormonal imbalance, decreased sex drive, foggy brain, food allergies, poor memory, mood swings, depression, irritability, insomnia, anxiety, fatigue, digestive issues, and skin and nail infections such as toenail fungus, athlete's foot, and ringworms. Mm. And so um, uh, those are all signs and symptoms. And then I give you a little a test to take um, to determine whether you think you have an infection or not. And then how you treat it is, um, and how I had to treat it, my, my um, colonic therapist is the one who coached me. And mm-hmm. I had to take probiotics. Take a candida cleanse, so a cleanse to kill candida, and I had to starve it. So I couldn't give it sugar or refined carbohydrates or alcohol because it would keep growing. And um, candida, in in one of my books, Christian Study Guide for Seven Steps to Get Off Sugar and Carbohydrates, I, I related candida like a yeast is like sin, you just need a little bit, and it makes that loaf of bread rise and get big, or it makes that one mm-hmm. lie. you got to do another lie and another lie. Mhm. Yes, yes. So um, we we got to starve it out. So you take the, the candida cleanse, the probiotics, and you starve it. So for eight months, I was willing to do whatever I had to do, to improve my healthy living habits to get my health back. Mm-hmm. And so for eight months I ate no bread, no rice, no fruit, no sugar, just just wiped it out. And um after about eight months I felt healed because God made our bodies to heal. Yeah we just
2: yeah, have to He certainly has. hmm. Yes.
0: Yeah. We just have to give yeah. them all the right building blocks.
2: Mhm, mhm. So, um, based on what you're saying, um, you're talking about the the carbs and the the sugar, getting off of the carbs and the sugar. And can you give some examples? You you mentioned sugar, you know, alcohol, carbohydrates, or refined or alcohol is what you actually said. Now, can you give um, some examples of carbohydrates that can increase the uh, body's uh, growth or candida overgrowth in the body?
0: Yes. So, what you want to look at things is you want a mindset of I want to eat God foods. Okay. Baked potato is God foods. Is a potato mm-hmm. chip? No. That's a food manufacturer that salted that thing all up. That makes us, you can't Mm. eat just one. (laughs) So we have to to look at everything we eat. Okay, is that granola bar? Is that God's food? Well, no. But how about Mm -hmm. nuts? How about some oats? You know, um, how about some fruit? You, You know, you have to look at the whole food. You don't want something that a food manufacturer created, put in a box and a bag, and sits on the shelf for who knows how much time and and mm-hmm. let me tell you it's like the, the foods that God made I mean some of them yeah, last a long time, like nuts, but a, a piece of fruit is going to go bad sitting on the counter after a, you know a week or two and the foods that food manufacturers create to, make, you know, that are processed, and they they make it to where it's convenient, and nice, and easy. Well, what they do is they strip it of its nutrients because anything made with wheat has been stripped of its nutrients. They left there the white flour that has no nutrients. You can sip white flour out on the. I mean, it's endless. How long does it last? Just on and on and on, and then. so it doesn't go bad and then we eat that and our poor bodies are starving to death because we're not eating the nutrients that God gave us so it's like we have to have an evaluation of all the foods we eat did that bag (laughs) of crackers that box of crackers did God make that no but an avocado dip, yeah, that's just a mashed up avocado with some onions and lemon and garlic. Yeah, that's and you can make that homemade there and then carrot, dip it with celery, <laughs> dip it with a red bell pepper. Each eat God's foods and not the food manufacturers.
1: Mm.
2: So, what about spaghetti? Because you know that that's a huge. Um Bal- you know, balanced meal for a large population, the largest population of America. So what about
0: spaghetti? Well, like I said, anything mm. made with white flour. Let, let, me, let me tell you, like, um, <clears throat> white flour has been stripped of all of its nutrients. There's like several mm-hmm. different parts of a wheat berry. And what is done is the parts of the wheat berry that have all the vitamins and minerals and nutrients are stripped because that makes it go bad. All the rest of the wheat is left, and that's what spaghetti is made out of. There is no – oh, but you Mm -hmm. know what? Back in the 1940s, the USDA, Mm -hmm. the United States government, started making all the manufacturers who who were dealing with the white flour, they made them enrich it with man-made vitamins because they had taken all the nutrients that God made out of the food. Out. hmm Yes. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so we, have, um, we have enriched spaghetti. Yeah.
2: So
0: there are, so what there about are the ones alternatives.
2: The- uh-huh. So what about the ones there that, are- you know, you find in the store now, and a lot of doctors will say if you buy spaghetti or if you buy, you know, if you buy rice, use the brown rice,
1: and if you're going to
2: use um, spaghetti, buy the one that is made out of wheat, but if, you know, if they had to strip it before, what's the difference, and I wonder, in the wheat spaghetti, the brown wheat spaghetti, as compared to the white now in the store? Of course, go ahead. I'm going to let you answer that.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, first I want to give you, um, <clears throat> so alternative. Let me tell you God's alternative to spaghetti okay. is spaghetti okay. squash. It is okay. so delicious. You will not believe and it. it is so nutritious. You buy this spaghetti squash. It's like a big old round kind of thing. And you cut it in half. You put it in the oven for 30 minutes. And um, then maybe 40 minutes. And then you pull it out and you scrape it, and it makes its own. It's like little strings, just like spaghetti. It absorbs whatever flavor you put on it. It is delicious and nutritious. So Mm. that, God God made spaghetti. He's so brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he is. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. So that. let me tell you, so to answer your question about the wheat, so you're talking about white flour versus whole wheat flour that has the endosperm, which is the part of the wheat berry that contains all the vitamins and minerals. Mm-hmm. Normally, normally that would be perfectly fine with the whole wheat because it would go bad after a certain time you want you Mm. want foods that will actually spoil you don't want a food that can sit on the shelf for two So forever yeah i agree right so but unfortunately Mm. what has happened in the united states is in the 1950s wheat Mm -hmm. was hybridized so um the wheat went from amber waves of grain, four feet tall, five feet tall, to two, less than two feet tall, drought resistant, and the gluten molecule, the gluten protein in the new American hybridized wheat is so large, most human beings um, are not able to digest that gluten. And Mm -hmm. in the past 50 years, gluten-related disorders have increased by 400%. Yeah, that's true. This is true. So if you, and I did this for a while, is I got the ancient kind of wheat um, mm -hmm. called einkorn. E-I-N-K-O-R-N. And I had I I found somebody locally who would get the einkorn wheat kernel. They would grind it for me, and I would go and pick it up that week from um, a farmer's market that she would um, sell it at. And I have her contact information in my book if she could ship it to you. But if you want to make homemade stuff out of the whole organic ancient wheat, before we mm-hmm. kind of hybridized it and messed it up, that is available. Mm-hmm.
2: Sounds good. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that would love to have that because um, you know they they sell wheat flour in the stores, but it's not like you are saying that um, having that natural essence that the Lord has created for us to be able to partake. Yeah. So um, tell us about, you know, what kind of steps can someone take? You have seven steps to get off sugar and carbohydrates. Can Can you give us an idea of what, um, a person who would read your book, what what process they would go through?
0: Yes, and and th- this book, um, and all I have three books in this healthy living series, and all of them are written from a Christian perspective, because I believe if we're going to make lifestyle changes, we need God's help, we need Absolutely. the Holy Spirit's power, because.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I
0: understand fighting Candida. Uh, Candida Mm -hmm. is like having a monster inside of you, and it wants that cookie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It is so hard to fight. So let's go through the seven seven steps. Okay. Step one is to decide to improve your health through proper nutrition. And that's the hardest step deciding. Yeah. That.
2: Yeah, Nobody can make you do that. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. You know, just, just yeah. like if you're an alcoholic, just the recognition of, yes, I am, and I'm going to do something about it. But just that just that's the hardest mm-hmm. thing. Yeah.
2: Number, and that can really be a number, challenge. Mm-hmm. Without God, number two.
0: it would really be a
2: challenge.
0: Mhm. Amen. Step two, acquire a support system and knowledge to help you make a lifestyle change. So it's like books, you know, can give you that knowledge. Like if you didn't know about this, about the hybridized wheat, or you didn't know the alternative of the spaghetti squash, or, you know, you just didn't, you know, know the mind, you know, so educating yourself. So knowledge and then get a prayer partner. An accountability partner, somebody who's going to pray with you, but also make you accountable, and that—that's key. You want that um, support. Step three: clean out your mm-hmm. pantry and refrigerator by removing unhealthy foods, and clean out your emotions. So when it when it comes to step three. Um, with the emotions, I believe that I like to get to the root cause of an issue. It's like with candida, okay, the good probiotics are killed. We need to give us, you know, take a probiotic and improve our gut health. So what what are the reasons why a person may um, have inappropriate eating habits? One, like me, is because I had an overgrowth of candida, and candida wanted those sugar and carbs and alcohol Um, two, it could be that you have a food addiction because when you eat wheat or sugar, it makes dopamine be released from the same receptors in your brain that opiate drugs release Mm -hmm. dopamine. Mm -hmm. That's serious. It is. In fact, they've done like scanning imaging of individuals who are hooked on cocaine versus individuals who are hooked on sugar. And in the scan, the brain looks very similar when they're visually looking at it. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's like, you know, going off those receptors in the narrow, your, your, your focus narrows and you have got to eat that or you got to consume that. So number two is a food addiction. Number three is you have an emotional connection with food, and you may be going to food um, to comfort you versus going to God. So, mm, um,
2: Which we so don't want to do we, that. Yeah, we, we definitely right. want to keep a relationship intact with our Father, for sure. Our Abba Amen. Father
0: so um i I first I wrote seven steps to get off sugar and carbohydrates, and then you know, I just found so many people having the emotional issues, so I wrote mm-hmm. Christian Study Guide for seven Steps to get off Sugar and Carbohydrates, and mm-hmm. I really get into uh, okay. Um, you know, what? what is the emotional, is, is there an emotional component to your eating? Is it comforting you? Is it fulfilling you? Do you have unforgiveness in your life? Do you have anger mm-hmm. and resentment and you're just stuffing mm-hmm. it with the food? Um, you know, do you, did you have mm-hmm. abandonment? Did you have abuse? And how are those things relating to the way your relationship is with food? So we get to some, you know, root causes. Yeah. You you
2: know, that's quite
0: interesting
2: because, you know, that can um, be twofold because looking at those different uh, emotions that you brought out that also penetrates the spirit, if we're not careful and allowing the Holy Spirit to take control. Um, Sometimes a person can lose weight behind uh, those type of emotions. But what happens with the sugar then when a person loses weight and they're still taking on, you know, the sugar, the carbohydrates? Because, you know, there are a lot of people, they lose weight because of diabetes or different other, um, like we were talking about, emotions, and even sometimes alcohol abuse. How does it begin to affect the body at that point? And I'm sorry for interrupting. The, I just thought that it might be important for the audience to, to take note of that as well.
0: I'm not sure I understand your question specifically.
2: Okay, so when a person begins to lose weight and they continue to uh, intake um, the refined alcohol, the sugar, and the carbohydrates because of emotional trauma or emotion tend to be in turmoil in the soul, um, how does that affect? their body, especially with the candida and other things out there that, you know, that they're taking in. Is that,
0: am I making it? It it sounds like, yes, it sounds like they Mm -hmm. would have um, just malabsorption to where they're not, they're not, they're not giving the body all the nutrients that it needs, you know, the proteins, the vitamins, the minerals, you know, to function properly. And, and they might even have malabsorption to where, um, you know, it's just going through them and they're just not, uh, it could be, I would think, either the malabsorption to where they're not absorbing anything because maybe something's wrong with their gastrointestinal tract or all their food is, is not healthy. And so then they're portraying that in an unhealthy looking body, a malnourished body because it's not receiving all the nutrients that God intended for it to have to function well. And then the candida overgrows. And do you know that most alcoholics um, um, have the candidiasis, the infection in their gut of the overgrowth? And Mm -hmm. that, when I found that out and did all my research, I was like, I I had a, I had a brother who was an alcoholic, and it's like, oh my gosh, you know, uh, yeah, um maybe the probiotics and the killing candida could have helped him. Um, mm-hmm. So he, he's at home with the me. Lord now. So we can't can't yeah. do that now. But this made me think, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I, I just said it because I know that a lot of times um, uh, emotions tend to be set on with either weight gain or weight loss, but it, it goes twofold, um, you know, because I've had friends and relatives, they lose weight, but they still have, um, you know, emotional emotional trauma or different things that cause them to um, exhibit different, You know, like you said, anger or um, some of the traits of being under emotional trauma, Um, which, like you said, we do need to deal with that. And as you stated in one of your steps, uh, that's one of the biggest challenges, I would say, for uh, the body of Christ in in America is dealing with emotional trauma. Um, Go ahead, please.
0: Yeah, you know, and it could be that, you know, through anxiety and, you know, uh, being nervous and anxious and all, they can't eat. So they're just eating minimal, Mm -hmm. you know, because I've seen that as well. Yes, most definitely. Okay, step four, purchase healthy foods in an anti-candida cleanse. That is if you took the, the test and found out you have an overgrowth of the yeast. Candida is a yeast. Step five, plan for the start date to begin changing your eating habits. This yes, you, you let everybody in your family know, you know, and if they want to eat something real nice or whatever, please do it discretionarily, you know, not in front of you. Please don't. <laughs> you know, if they want to keep desserts or whatever, please keep it in their own closet or wherever, but don't have it in front of you because you don't want to be tempted with looking at that. You, you want the support of your family. You don't have to make them eat your way, but I'll tell you what. After people, <laughs> yeah, even my um, even my my pastor's wife, Leslie, she uh, she was in my Bible study last year, and I think she's up to thirty pounds lost in six months, something like that. Oh my gosh, she looks fabulous! And she said, you know, after so many months, her husband was like, "I think I'm going to try this too." <laughs> He lost yeah. like ten pounds or whatever. <laughs> but after they see how well you do, they're like, hmm, I might try this? Okay. Well, Number six. Step six. Mhm. Prepare and eat food differently than you did before. Okay? So this is where you start. And let me let me tell you part of step five. I gotta go back to that. Yeah, I think you'll like this. Ooh, I have a whole Spiritual plan for binding the strong man of addiction in your life. And that is part five. So let's mm-hmm. say you had you figured out, I've got a food addiction. It's not candida, not emotions. I just, you know, want that dopamine releasing. Okay. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So I, I have a whole five-step plan. And if after I finish the seven steps, if you want me to get into that, I can. No, and then number great. seven. Okay. Well, number seven mm-hmm. is improve your health through continuing this new lifestyle, never turning back to your old eating habits. So from this point on, you're going to be eating God's foods. Okay?
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. You, you get foods in front of you and you're like, mm, "This, you know, this process, whatever. Nope, that's, that, I'm going to eat that sweet potato instead um, or put some almonds mm-hmm. or pecans or in a Ziploc bag and put it in your purse and have that for snacks. You know, eat an apple. Yeah. yeah. So, so then you want me to go through the five steps of binding the strong man of addiction?
2: That would be great. I, I mean, because that's where the biggest—you uh, know—the beginning is a big challenge, but sustaining it is also a challenge. And they definitely, our audience does. I need to know. Everybody needs to know.
0: <laughs> if you would like to share it now. Yes, I'd love to. Love to. So, um, and and this came from me making sure that I did not um, drink too much alcohol because that Mm -hmm. is a generational bondage. I get into generational bondage in my Christian study guide, and that's where I had the generational bondage. And I wanted that to stop with me and not be passed down to my kids. So um, five steps to binding the strong man of addiction. One, name what controls you. Okay, so name the food addiction, the anxiety, the eating disorder, the depression, whatever it may be, and declare out loud, Jesus Christ is your Lord in its place. Amen. Number two. Number two, submit yourself completely to God. Um, And if we look at James 4, 7, the first part of the verse says, submit yourself to God, comma, resist the devil and he will flee from you yeah. so to be able to resist that temptation we need to submit and for me submitting is, is just saying you know Lord um, my life is yours I want to serve you uh, you're, my, you're the best I want you to be my boss and um, help me to follow your way. Help me to do what your word says, and help me to be in your will. I want your will in your life, and I relinquish control to him.
2: Absolutely. That's that's all we need is uh, us to allow him to control us. Yes.
0: Yes. And then number three, use the name of Jesus. Jesus told his disciples, look. I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy, Luke ten nineteen. If you are a mm-hmm. disciple of Jesus, you can accept the authority He gave you, just like Peter said in Acts three six. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. So yes. use Jesus' name. Cry out to Him. Jesus yes. is Lord. Over my life. Jesus is Lord over my addiction.
2: That, uh, that's what we need. And,
0: <laughs> and um, I wrote down on my book I have here, it says, um, however, if you declare Jesus is your Lord over your life, not the not the addiction, and you use Jesus' name, you are under his authority. Then the ropes tied around you by the evil spirit break. Eventually, the spiritual ropes loosen and fall off. Next comes the moment to take action by tying the strong man through binding him with the word of God. Amen. So, number four is use the word of God. So, um, I use don't drink too much wine. For many evils lie along that path. Be filled Mm -hmm. instead with the Holy Spirit and controlled by him. And so in the back of my book, I have all these different scripture verses. You know, um, here's one for revenge, prayer, rejection, insecurity, jealousy, fear, Mm -hmm. anger, anxiety. You choose your scripture verse. Write it on an index card. Memorize it and speak it out loud whenever that little guy gets up on your shoulder and tempts you.
2: Yes, yes, yes. We need the Holy, the Word of God. We need it to abide in us and allow it to be written up on our heart to find that strong man and keep him away from us. We do have a caller on the um, Susan, I would like to open up the line and give them an opportunity to ask any questions um please share Wonderful. where you call share where are you calling from and and um okay well we we lost them. I'm sorry, we did lose them um, but we did have a caller there, and hopefully as usual, we do have people listening online as well. Um, is there anything you would like to say to the body of Christ right now that may be listening in or that will listen to uh, the archives later? What would you like to say to um, the Christians throughout the world because we do have a global audience in regards to Christian health?
0: Well, I would say um, evaluate everything you eat. And just say, you know, is this something that God would have planted in the Garden of Eden, like almonds? And eat eat God's foods. It's just a, a basic mindset to eat the foods he gave us because he made our body. He knew what was good for us to eat. Eat a whole assortment, nuts, seeds, meat, vegetables. There's over 100 different vegetables. Don't eat the same six. Expand out a hundred different vegetables, there's lots of fruits, whole grains, and stay away from what the food manufacturers are trying to get us to eat in the center of the grocery store. Stay away from the center of the grocery store. Go around the fruits and vegetables, meats, dairy aisle, and then only go in there to get your laundry detergents and your <laughs> your, cat, your those kinds of things. And so stay away from the processed food that has no nutritional value and that um, the food manufacturers want us to get hooked on so that they um, get us to buy more. And um, if you'd like to to find my resources, you can go to my website, which is Susan, U Neal, That's my website, SusanUNeal.com. And I've written um, Seven Steps to Get Off Sugar and Carbohydrates, the corresponding Christian Study Guide, and um, a journal called Healthy Living Journal. Track your healthy eating and living habits for improved health and well-being. So if you want to find out what food is causing you problems, get this journal, Healthy Living Journal, and it will help you track your healthy living habits and figure out how um, you feel better and what might be causing you problems. And then I put all three books in one book titled Healthy Living Series, Three Books in One. And that one has all three books, but you get it for the price of two books.
2: Again, we do have a caller. If you would like to share anything at this time, please feel free to do so. If you have any questions for uh-huh. our guests, Hello.
1: Oh yes, how you doing? That's yes. yes, my name, is David. You know, yes, David. I was just calling in response to the health wise of being of the righteousness or following the world of the creator, you know, eating healthy. It's like with the vegetables, things on the earth. Mhm. Uh, that's correct.
2: Um, stuff yeah. like
1: that we, and, and If you're a follower of The scriptures And stuff like that And you know it's like balancing yourself but Too much of every Too much of anything It's not bad either Right
0: Right I, I have in my book also mm-hmm. an 80-20% rule We don't want to have a noose around our neck So 80% yeah, yeah. of the time Eat well but 20% of the time, if you want to have a dessert or, you know, whatever, go right ahead. But most of the time, eat well and eat God's mm-hmm. foods. But you don't have to be perfect. God gives us mercy and grace.
1: Sometimes you need that little rush to something. Or if the brain or something like that triggering something in there for that little rush.
0: Yeah, that food addiction. Mm-hmm. That triggers ooh, yeah, yeah, I gotta like, have that. You
1: know, yeah. Like the, the endorphins is like still like interpreting that instead of it, in like the health addiction.
0: That's right. And so that's why we gotta educate our minds too and say, I know, I know you really want that, but let's mm. go ahead and eat um an apple instead. You know? It's still
1: going yeah, to be yeah, sweet. Back, mm, yeah, the minimum yeah, So I just um go back and listen and whatnot.
2: Wonderful. Okay, there, well, we're glad to hear, and we thank you for joining us today. Listening, yeah, because I caught get... it a
1: little late. Yeah, because I caught the show a little late, stuff like that. So, you know, I'm going to have to go through the archives, stuff like that. It's very really interesting. Wonderful.
0: Well,
2: we're glad that uh, you joined us. And don't forget to go to uh, Susan's website at Susan yeah. Unil, uh, dot com okay. because yeah. she has uh, some interviews and some great insights there as well. And I, mm-hmm. I, you can also find our books. Um, yeah. And please so and continue you? to follow us as well <laughs> on yeah. uh, Block Talk Radio.
1: Yeah, good. Okay. So who is you right there? I'm speaking to you.
0: This is, and Neil uh, is spelt. Yeah. Go
1: ahead. No, nah, I was saying, like, who was you, like, who I was speaking to the first time? Cause both oh, this,
2: a, oh, okay, great. This is Dr. Donaghani, and you're on the Kingdom top,
1: Hour. You're yeah. on the
0: Kingdom
1: Yeah, I was trying to interpret which one was which, but.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm the okay. one who told you. Susan is the one who told you the 80 20% rule in God's food. Yeah, That's correct. me. That's yeah. Susan Neal. And my last okay. name yeah. is N E A L.
1: Yeah, N E A L. Okay.
0: Well, wonderful. Thank you website. for calling.
1: Okay, you too. Okay.
2: Thank you, David. And uh, hopefully you'll um, join us again next Thursday. And. Um, we're uh, glad that you joined us today on the Kena Mower. Yeah, okay. Okay, so uh, Susan, again, um, we are getting ready to close out now, and uh, I would like to ask for you to pray for um, our listeners.
0: Dear Heavenly Father, um, just thank you so much for the bodies that you have given us. Um, it's an honor a privilege and a responsibility for each of us to take care of um, the temple of the Holy Spirit. Help us to do so. Help us to do so well, Lord, so that we can serve you to the best of our ability. Help us to have a mindset change, to look at the foods and say, okay, God made this. It's wonderful. And eat, eat those foods, Lord. Please give us the willpower and strength from the Holy Spirit within. Please give us the support of our families and prayer partner and accountability partner to make lifestyle changes that are tough for us, dear Lord. And um, most of all, help help our spiritual lives and our physical bodies to just live abundantly because, Jesus, um, you wanted us to live a life of abundance, and help us to do so. Jesus, through your heavenly and gracious name we pray. Amen.
2: Amen. Thank you so much for joining us on the Kingdom Hour. And you have been listening to Dr. Donna Ghani with our guest, uh, Christian uh, expert uh, in the area of health, uh, Susan Neal. And she also have shared some great information. So if you missed the beginning part, please go back to our archives and listen to the today's show. And it, you can find it at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Kingdom Empowerment Inc. We thank everyone for listening in. And we want to tell you that uh, God loves you and we love you too. And may he empower and equip you for the days to come. In Jesus' mighty name, God bless you all.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?